I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Wow, resounding yes. Yes. Well, yes. We were waiting. Like I didn't know that we were supposed to like shout yes. Yeah. I didn't know we were like at a school assembly. We Everyone don't sound off. We don't have a mic right Can now, we so ready? we have to shout everything. Hello. Jordy, you ready? Hello. Gracie, ready? Hello. Dylan, you ready? Hello. I'm ready too. <laughs> Donnie is ready. Did it. Still here. Mm-hmm. Week four. I think it's week four. Oh, it's way past. I want to say four. it's week five. I don't know. I'll look up. You guys came out the 13th, didn't March you? 13th. Oh, not of us being here, but of the stay-at-home order in Arizona. Oh. Oh, then it's... Oh. Three, no, this is like weeks? six weeks. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, right now is three weeks, but our three-week episode came out yesterday. No, just kidding. Four weeks! This is, we're talking to people in the future. Duh. This game is hard. <laughs> it is five weeks since we've been here, though, which is a wild thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and they just ordered like more quarantine from New York until May fifteenth. Law. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Dill. Hey, my job isn't thinking about bringing people back until like June or July. So oh, nice. He was supposed to tell us today something, but I didn't actually pay attention, so I don't know when we're going back. We might be hiring people back soon. That's, so good. that's good. Yeah. You're gonna have to. <laughs> Better news, we got a mattress uh, pad thing. Oh, yeah, last week we forgot to review our mattress topper, which was topper. rude because I don't know. Like, I think that mattress pads and mattress toppers are probably the same thing, right? I don't know. No, a mattress pad. Absolutely not. Like, to they me, wrap around, they wrap though. around and it's like a. Oh, uh, like, it's a, like the, kind of like a fitted sheet, yeah. but like thicker? Yeah. Okay, this is a mattress topper. It's like a piece of foam that goes on top of the mattress. We got it. Yeah. Continue. No one can see you raising your hand on the podcast, so you just gotta like go for it. I feel like I know what you're about to say. Do you want to say it first? No, you should go. So I've noticed that you've given up on putting the sheet over the bed. Correct. And the sheet is over the mattress top. You gotta tell her what you did. There's a (laughs) multi-step process here. So if everyone can remember back to. Many, many episodes ago where we got our queen-size bed. I said very confidently on that episode that I had never had a queen-size bed before, that my whole childhood I had had full-size beds, and that Dylan had had queen-size beds, because you had the nicest mattress at Dad's house. I did. Did Um, you have a Tempur-Pedic mattress? No, she got the Costco knockoff Tempur-Pedic mattress, which is the one that's upstairs. So, (laughs) the stuff in Dylan's guest room is my old bedroom set from high school. So, I very confidently was like, Donnie, we should buy this full-size mattress topper from Allswell. We got the three-inch charcoal mattress topper. I'll link it in the show notes. Charcoal cooling. Yes. I guess this is like a thing now. Everyone is a thing. Or yeah. gel cooling. There's a bunch of like copper cooling. Copper cooling's a thing I think too. Mine has tea in it, maybe. Oh, uh, because you did you get the organic one? I believe so. 
Yeah. So it comes and we're thrilled because at that point we were like, weren't sleeping anymore. The mattress is so hard and it's, it's my fault. I bought that mattress. Um, it's or, just old too at this point. Right? Yeah. It's like a decade old. It like probably hasn't been used since you went to college. That's also all. true. <laughs> like, it's I don't, do you think that like foam mattresses, especially like the early, like first gen ones, like can solidify? I don't know if it solidifies, but I think it, um, it's, I mean, this is going to be an asshole move, but, like, it's a memory foam mattress, and when it doesn't move for a long time, it stiffens. So, like, you want, when you're constantly compressing it from sleeping on it, it gets a little bit softer, and since nobody's probably laid on it in, like, six years, it's yeah. probably just oh, very it hard. has abandonment issues, I think is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever's <laughs> happening with it, it's not good. So, we get the thing, and, like, all memory foam stuff it came in a small box and you open it up and it has to inflate so we like left it in there um and we'll send we'll put a shoto up of it like on top of the mattress inflating and we get in there and we're like oh this is great and we're putting on the mattress and it's too fucking small very small because <laughs> the mattress is apparently a queen size mattress and i never knew yeah whole time and queen. i was so confident that i didn't even ask you yeah because i was just like yes i know what's up with this no. and it turns out i didn't did you not because you you guys just got a queen bed did you not in your head think oh we have about the same amount of room around us when we sleep in this bed as we do at home do you feel that you can make that distinction when you're yeah. like in yeah. other beds yes Definitely. i don't know <laughs> I think because it has that, uh, it has like a canopy thing. aspect yeah, to feel, it. It feels narrower. So even though probably in retrospect, as I'm thinking about it now, <laughs> yeah, it's like the same amount of space. Something about it definitely felt narrow. And so when you were just like, ah, oh, it's a full, I'm like, yeah, it's probably a fucking full. I don't know why Jordan would lie to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Are you gaslighting me about this? Do you gaslighting me? Um, so yeah, that happened. And like, okay, in my real life, um, I would obviously have like sent this thing back and gotten the size we need because it's a memory foam thing though. Like getting it back in the box would have been a whole debacle. Shipping isn't going as quickly as it usually does right now. And also like we literally were not sleeping. So we were like, well, this is what it is now. <laughs> and like, you can definitely tell when the bed is unmade. <laughs> right, because the sheet doesn't go over the mattress. Well, <laughs> it just lives on the mattress pad. But I would say, okay, so you can't really tell when the bed is made, and that's why I feel fine with it, because I feel like it would bother Dylan if you could, like, see it from across the house that I'm it was like, fucked up. definitely going to throw it away once you leave. Okay, great. I thought you were taking it with you. You don't have to. Well, okay, so... There, there are many layers to this. Yeah. My, one of my initial ideas was that we would buy a really nice organic, like, um, foldable one and then bring it back with us and use it as, like, a guest bed. Oh, yeah, you probably couldn't pack this one. Could you imagine getting my mattress back in the box no. that it was? And that's why I was like, no. if we return this, it's going to be a whole debacle. They're going to have to send someone out here. I don't know if people are even coming out anymore. So, like, I just need to sleep right now. And I will say... To the credit of the mattress topper, we are sleeping much better. Yeah, agreed. Right, it was uh, what was it? It was like ninety six dollars, all's well. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of different tiers and a lot of different options. This seems like a step above going very cheap, 
and a step below dropping way too much money for something that Dylan is going to throw away when we leave. Ooh, don't, th- can I have it? It's all yours. Nice. That Do you have a full-size bed? Well, Austin does. Nice. Uh, so, this yeah. worked out. Austin can have it. Reduce, reuse, recycle, people. Yes. Um, but yeah, so here, here is one of my beefs with it. Is it like, you probably need to size up all of your bedding if you get one of these because it's three inches thick. So like, no, the fitted sheet does not fit on the bed anymore and it keeps popping off and it's basically just around the mattress topper now. You gotta get one of those like elastic oh, like, uh, like rubber bands that you kind of see sometimes. The ones that like hold the corners. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that is true. I guess it is a queen size sheet on a full size thing and it's still won't quite fit. It's well, it's a queen size sheet on a queen size bed plus a full size mattress topper. Do you need like a king, king size sheets? Tricky. But I don't then, know. But then the top sheet, I think, would be too much. So you would need a queen fitted sheet. No, a king fitted sheet. And then queen everything else. And nobody sells that because <laughs> that doesn't exist. And so here's my like overall thought is that if this were my real life, even during quarantine, I would prefer to save up for the whole mattress. I don't think this is a long-term solution that I would ever engage in again. No. She's basically saying, get a new fucking mattress. (laughs) That's what she's saying. I mean, it's not Dylan's fault that we just, like, came here and refused to leave. (laughs) Because otherwise, that room would be empty. (laughs) To be fair, we thought at first about getting a mattress, vetoed that. We did for like one second yeah. think like, are we about to buy Dylan a mattress right You now? should have 100% done like the Casper 100 day warranty and returned it at the end of the 100 days that you were here. We also thought about that and I don't know why we decided no. I don't know. This... I thought it was morally wrong. Yeah. Really? If I was stuck in your apartment for six weeks, we'd have seven Casper mattresses <laughs> <laughs> and all of them would be going back when I leave. <laughs> Would where like would a, it be? An amazing, on the like, floor in the yeah. middle? <laughs> We'd also just be playing the floor is lava constantly. <laughs> you have to jump from Casper Mattress to Casper Mattress. That's actually a fantasy I had as a child is that I would get rich enough to have a, just like a room in my house full of mattresses that you could bounce on. No, speaking of this game, we need to Google the new girl oh my game God, and play it's called, it. It's called True American. What? Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. I've tried to Google it. It is not worth it. It's not a thing. It is a thing, but it's so like the actual rules from the show don't exist because like nobody ever, they don't ever play it long enough for people to actually get it. But I think it's just like somebody on the internet was like, here are the rules and it's so complicated and it takes so much like coordination, mm-hmm. but it's not even like a drinking game anymore. It's just like Bummer. really, they made it look really fun. What is this? There's a TV show called New Girl right, with Zoe Deschanel in it, and they had a game within the world of the show involving standing on chairs, right? And like pillows, and it was like a trivia, like but American trivia. Yeah, it was like presidential, and there were there was a lot of beer involved. And you stood on pillows and answered trivia questions. Yeah, so <laughs> that's like what made me think lava. of yeah. Um. When you said floor is lava, I was like, oh, New Girl, let's play. Anyway, if anyone knows it out there, hit us up. <laughs> DM us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, overall, I, I kind of agree with Jordan. It wouldn't be anything I would do in real life world, but it's definitely been a good fix for sleeping in this 
situation. Jokes on you, this is your real life now. <laughs> yeah, super necessary, for sure. <laughs> um, you guys got a thing? <laughs> that sounds so funny. Yes, we did get a thing. I got a thing. Um, I, it's called a lily brush. I have a cat, as many of you now know. I feel like a regular now on this podcast. You are. Um, <laughs> and We don't pay, though. Okay. For clarity. Bummer. It's exposure. Uh, yeah. And my cat is, you know, seasons are changing. He's currently shedding off his winter coat, and I have, like, a fake velvet couch. Floor, I guess that's called. It's fake yeah. velvet. And, like, maybe... Don't get that if you have a cat. <laughs> Dylan even said that to me when I was in Ashley, like, really wanting it. And I was like, it's fine. I'll deal with it. Like, I really want this couch. But you're right. Hair like, sticks to it like crazy. Like, like your hair and the cat's hair. I mean. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I only, well, I only really see Winston's hair. But so I was like, what do, and then. There's another story to it. Dylan and I, when we're bored on Saturdays, or every other day really, watch car detailing videos because they're very aesthetically pleasing and they're just kind of relaxing. And one of these car detailers had told us about this lily brush to get the hair out of, like, because, you know, car fabric is, like, different than, like, or car carpet, I mean, is Mm -hmm. different than, like, normal carpet. It's a little bit more. Coarse. Yeah, that's a good word. So, like, it's just hard to get out dog hair. So, I was like, I'm going to try this on the couch. And it was everything that I wanted it to be. It's, you want to explain how it works? You're really good at explaining it. It's basically, like, a hard plastic handle with um, a stiff rubber ring all all, all four sides of it. So, how it pulls the hair out is it uses the friction of the rubber against the hair to pull it out of the fabric. And it just clumps up in a ball as you're pulling it across the, and you can the just, fabric. Like, grab it off. So like I put it all in a, a pile on my couch and I just like swooped it off and it was like really <laughs> nice. It sounds very satisfying. It works yeah. so well. So if you're looking for a nice hair removal, definitely get the lily brush. <laughs> Does it work on all surfaces or is it like specifically for like fabric full of hair? It's mostly well, I mean it's um it's trying to think the word it's marketed as something to get hair out of carpet and fabric and stuff like that but i'm sure it could pull a lot of things out it's like a very simplistic idea of how to do it but it works very very well i'll link it or you'll link it in the show notes i got it on amazon it was like 12.99 and it was the best 13 dollars i've spent in a long time you also got a thing is that the thing that you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Oh, is it puppy time? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, can we, like, do a segment called puppy time, and then we'll get, like, music for it? Sure. And we'll be like, puppy time, puppy time. It won't be like that. We're going to figure it out. We got we to gotta get uh, music that we don't get sued for. That's yeah. Puppy yeah. Time. So I have to write it. We're big. Donnie. 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 Puppy time. Are we going for, like, really... Right, or just we're like, going for like um, late '90s, early 2000s, like teen show. <laughs> oh, okay. You know that one. What is 
Bubby Tan, Bubby Tan, Bubby Tan. Yeah. That's just Blue's Clues. Definitely getting sued for that one. It could be like, Puppy Time. Puppy Time. What time is it? It's the cutest time. We're all talking about Puppy Time. It's Puppy Time. Yes, that was perfect. That was great. That's really good. Dylan got a puppy. Uh, so a few weeks ago, one of Grace's old coworkers had a litter with her dog. Um, and I've been looking for a dog for a while. And Grace texted me about it. So we went up to uh, where she used to work to meet them and meet the puppies. And uh, one of the rules in which um, I have been given by our mother mm. about finding puppies is that uh, it must be lazy and sleeping <laughs> <laughs> when you pick it. Uh, so we went. And which worked this... well for us, like, one time. Yeah. <laughs> our whole data set is one puppy. <laughs> it worked 100% of the time. <laughs> so we went and we saw these. Uh, she has nine? Eight. Eight puppies. Um and a bunch of them were already sold to other people because a bunch of them were like brindled and um, really cute and really nice German Shepherd puppies. Australian um, Shepherd. Or Australian Shepherd puppies, sorry. Um, and we got there and there were only three left. Um, one of them was like already whining when we walked into the door and I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Breaks all the rules. And then it was between a boy and a girl who were both pretty calm, but... Um, it was actually Daisy and Duke, if you can wait. Oh, yeah. The two dogs' <laughs> names were Daisy and Duke. Um, and when we got there and we were playing with both the puppies, we put down Daisy, the female dog, and she instantly just went to the corner and laid down and went to sleep. She wasn't in the corner, though. Oh, I mean, it's a circle, so there's no corner. I thought she was in the, That she was, was the second time oh, we went. Oh, okay, um, So we obviously went with Daisy. Um, and then, so this week she gets her first round of shots and depending on how she reacts to those shots, we'll probably get her this weekend. Yeah. So we don't have any data yet on having the actual puppy, though by the time people are hearing this through the internet, you will have the puppy. Very true. Um, so wish us well, cause there's going to now be a puppy in all of this mix. <laughs> we should start a YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> haven't put makeup on in six weeks so no that'll be part of the show though it'll be like it's, like, it's, it's quarantine life with puppies <laughs> yeah so yeah did you the name are we telling the name or no oh we named it um maze after the lucifer character mazikeen she's so great yeah she's my favorite character <laughs> on the show did you watch the newest season i have not watched the netflix one <gasps> you need to watch it because i need to talk to you about it okay <laughs> <laughs> We'll get on watching all of Lucifer with Maze so that she knows where she gets all her spunk from. She's so spunky. But not the dog. The dog is not yet spunky. <laughs> not yet. We don't know. Could be. All the pictures that I received from my old coworker, she's just like sleeping or like sleeping drunk in her dish from all her yeah, food. She, she likes to sleep in the puppy food. That's um, dope. So we get a couple <laughs> pictures of her just in the food dish covered in puppy food. She's a chunky monk. <laughs> Should there be an outro to Puppy Time? Do you have one? I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, now now we need it. Oh, yeah. boy. But I don't remember the intro. Uh... <laughs>
puppy time. Hope you have the cutest time. Don't forget to snuggle and chime in sometimes for puppy time. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. You're the best. Oh my goodness. Uh, and then we've been doing this thing. Kennedy told us about this thing, and I can't believe I didn't know it before because I love puzzles. Mm-hmm. I love Will Schwartz's puzzles. But I think the problem Which is that I'm. You hate public radio. Yeah, I'm not an NPR person, and I think that's why I never knew. But tell us about it. So it is the NPR Sunday Puzzle with Lulu Garcia Navarro and Will Shorts. And he is the editor of the New York Times Crossword. Correct. Editor-in-chief, I believe. And basically, every Sunday morning, way too early, so I don't ever listen to it when it's like when it first airs, but every Sunday morning, they give you a puzzle, Um, well they give you the answer to last week's puzzle, and then they have somebody on the show who got the right answer and sent it in, and then they do like an on-air puzzle, and then they give you the puzzle for next week. So each puzzle you have a week to solve it, and you submit your answers online, and then they pick from the people who submitted the correct answer. And what do you get if you are chosen? Oh my goodness, you get... A weekend edition lapel pin, as well as puzzle books and games. You can read all about it at npr.org slash puzzle. That's <laughs> oh, really well done. Uh, sponsor? Question mark? Oh my goodness, I would die. <laughs> um, and I want so badly to earn that lapel pin, and it hasn't happened yet. I've gotten pretty close. Once I, I think there were like 97 people that sent in the right answer and I was one of them and I did not get chosen. But that's okay because there are always going to be Sunday puzzles and I can always (laughs) send in answers. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not like, I haven't been that helpful in solving them. They're kind of really hard. You have not been helpful. And I thought, I was so excited. I was like, oh, Jordan's definitely going to get this one because it was about, um, it was about a female author. Yeah, but it wasn't anyone that we were. No, heard I know, of. but I was like, oh, Jordan, totally. Okay, definitely. And then I told you and you were like, mm, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well get back to me. And you were like you were like, mm, if I don't get it right away, I'm just not even gonna try. And I was like, Duh. I find though that I like trivia wise it was kind of a trivia question. It was like, um, a female author with three sets of double letters in her name. And like I'm either gonna like think about it for five minutes and know it, or I'm like I probably don't have that knowledge. No, but you just... I didn't have I the mean, knowledge. how many of those people do you know in your brain? Like, you're gonna... I feel like no one has that. Just, like, stored away in their okay, brain. Well, Will Schwartz does, and he just sets really unrealistic expectations. I mean, I have... Like, I started going through the list of female authors that I, like, know of, and none of them were it. And I didn't even get to play the male one, because you told me the male one, so I don't know if I would have gotten that he, one or not. He gave us. The male one. Oh. That was part of the clue. I, well, it wasn't really a clue, though, because it's not like they were related. Well, no, but... He's telling you how the game's played? Yeah. That's, that's just... That's what he <laughs> said. I don't know. Why are you questioning Will Shorts? I would uh, like Kennedy to do more impressions of Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, somebody give me something. Jeez, oh, I'm bad at it. Um, I meant, like, in situ. We don't have to do it right now, but we can oh, also... Okay. Yeah. Just on the podcast in general. Now there's a lot of- you're, you're really good at it. Yeah. She literally said, well, I just, 
I'm not even going to try. And I was like, Jill, I just, I need some help. It sounds like, you could say what she said about the cleaning lady. What did she what say about the cleaning, cleaning lady? When you were like, I'm just not going to clean. So. Oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I thought that was a nice offer. Like, Dylan really likes things very clean. Um more clean probably than I could make a thing ever in my life. And I was like, you know what? Rather than trying, I'll just pay for the cleaning person to come back because she did an incredible job. I did, I did do an incredible job. Everyone was really happy with her work, so I just thought that that was a nice thing to do. I will say that, like, I find cleaning my own apartment to be a very stressful situation, and I put it off for a really long time, and so it's been nice to not have that stress here, knowing that I because I feel like it's more, it's easier for us to pay someone to come here and, like, stay out of their way and have appropriate distance than it would be to pay someone in my apartment to come and have that appropriate distance from them. Also, probably people are not coming to clean other people's apartments in New York right now. Props not. So... I'm glad that that's not a stress that we're currently feeling because I could imagine just like wallowing my own filth for like six weeks feeling sorry for myself and now we wouldn't even be able to do laundry and it would be even grosser. You wild. You figure it out. I have powder skin. Sink laundry. Sink laundry. Oh, do you have a laundry. bathtub? Yeah. yeah. Laundry. Yeah, I think I would be less stressed out about doing bathtub laundry than I would be about the fact that we would just be like stuck in our apartment and needing to clean our apartment, and I wouldn't want to clean our apartment. Clotheslines like everywhere. Mm. That's true. I don't think we have access to one of those clotheslines, though. They don't come to our windows. Oh, savage. Yeah. Yeah, it's unclear. Those are like generational. You have to be like grandfathered in to the clotheslines. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're waiting to get our. Or just make like. Really good friends with the person across the way from you. Try. But, like, how would that work, though, if it's going across? That's the wild thing about it that I can't figure out. They're two different buildings. Yeah. Don't you just pull? Yeah, well, just a wheel. Yeah, but someone had to set them up. That's what I mean. You got to make really good friends with the person across from you. You guys have two pulleys and some rope. You throw the pulley to the other guy and (laughs) the rope to the other guy. You know, a but like, at what stage in history was someone like, this is what we're setting up? Let me like... I feel like there were some people who were really high up who were like, I'm tired of hanging shit near my house. <laughs> hey, guy across the way, do you also dry I clothes? Are you also sick of this? <laughs> Wait till I tell you. I got two pulleys right here. <laughs> I mean, those things have been about up for years and years and years. Decades. Yeah. Like, what if it falls? One of them did. Then you yeah. lose all of your clothes. That sucks. Then you have to rewash them. Then you like walk downstairs and pick up all your clothes and then rewash all of them. In the clothes. middle of the road? No, it's, it's the inventory buildings are not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like not like across streets. It's like two buildings that are pretty close together. Well, I don't know. I haven't been there. Just letting you know. It reminds me of the Newsies. Though. Yes. I love the Newsies. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's the Sunday puzzle. We have... We've been... Going on this one this week, we know the answer though now, right? Because it's Thursday. Do they tell the answers on Thursdays, or did I make that up? Um, you you tell them on Sundays. I could check the blog that I follow because oh. he normally gives the answer on Thursdays, but I don't really want to because then Sunday's not as exciting, and sometimes you just gotta find the excitement where it is. So that's true. Maybe we'll. It's a you listen to it on the podcast, right? Yes. We'll put that in the show notes too for people who. 
want to listen to that podcast. And um, I don't know if we should be telling more people about it because then... Oh, right. It's a secret so that you can get... Right. Because now I'm never going to get the lapel pin. What if you're just smarter than everyone who listens, though? I don't believe that that's true. Sometimes math is very difficult for me. But it's not a math puzzle. Touche. <laughs> I was like, if it was a math puzzle, I'd be really good at math. <laughs> Dylan would have so Honestly, many lapel pins. some of them. Would be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I just start entering the puzzles. Oh, okay, so that's the most frustrating thing is that when people come on, they're always like, Oh, how long have you been playing the puzzle? And people are like, Since the postcard days. And then every once in a while, somebody's just like, Oh, I just heard this and like sent in an answer. And yeah, now I'm here. And it's like, Literally, I've been trying to do this for years. And you this is the first time and you don't deserve this because you haven't gone through. The horror of knowing the right answer, sending in the right answer, and then listening to someone else on the radio. It's funny to me that you're so excited about this, because I feel like the idea of being on the radio would be really stressful to you. Oh, absolutely. I would I would hate that part, and I think it would make me really nervous, and that probably wouldn't go well, but it doesn't matter, because I'm pretty sure that you can biff it, and they still have to give you the lapel pin, so... I would say that in the one that I've heard, it seemed that Will Schwartz was like willing to help you out in the yes. live puzzle. Yes, definitely. And I think that they edit a lot of it. Oh, uh, that makes sense. So that would make me feel better. And also I think I would have like my entire family at the table with me and just being quiet so that if like some... Bryce would definitely shout. Bryce would totally <laughs> shout. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, guys, it's... And you'd be like, oh. Um, so maybe, maybe that would work, but, <laughs> maybe yeah, but, um, it would, it would really freak me out to have to be on the radio, but I think it would be worth it to get that fucking lapel pin. You're getting some practice right now. Yeah. yeah I, I just want to say like, being on the podcast is, oh my God. You know that this is like going to be on the internet, right? Well, but it's not the same because you're not Will Shorts. I'm not, no. Well, I guess you're not. You're not real short. There was no, I guess. <laughs> death. Death, not real short. I'm sorry. I mean, do you want to be? Uh, not particularly. I'm, I'm fine. Is anybody else person. real short? <laughs> this guy. You found me out. Surprise! <laughs> Pull off like a Scooby-Doo mask. Oh my goodness. Give me a fucking lapel pin. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.